This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello and welcome to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please don't hesitate to give me a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. In the days after the coronavirus began ravaging the American economy, Congress quickly got to work on what's become officially known as the CARES Act. CARES stands for Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. After the House and Senate passed the bill with broad support, President Trump signed it into law. During today's show, we are going to peel apart the CARES Act so that you can get a better understanding of its key components and how some of them may affect you and your wallet. But before we really get into our topic, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Oh, Peter, I am doing great. Uh, Well, all things considered. I mean, I'm I'm hunkered down at home with the family, and I'm coming at you from my home studio. I didn't go into the office to the regular studio today to do the show. Um, You know, we're all kind of uh, doing the stay-at-home thing. Um, It is interesting. We live in interesting times. And I think this topic is going to be a good one. But first, I want to ask uh, for our listeners out there to get to know you a little bit better. Uh, Number one, how are you and your family holding up during all this? And number two, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and what you do and your business there. Yeah, thanks for asking, Tony. I am doing okay. Like everyone, we are hunkered down at home. Uh, my family's home, which for me is a bit of an adjustment because uh, generally I work for home, from home and they don't. But uh, all in <laughs> all, it's it's been good. Uh, so I have been a financial advisor and retirement planner with the Ivy League Advisory Group for uh, about four years, starting my fifth year here in a couple months. Uh, my colleague, Brandon, who owns the firm, he uh, I work with him. He was my financial advisor for years before before I started working with the firm. So um, we offer comprehensive, holistic retirement planning for folks um, that are looking to retire with here in the next 10 or fewer years. Yeah. Wow. I think that's great. So uh, I know that you guys really work hard to look out for your client's best interests and especially during times like this. And um, like most Americans, sounds like you and I, we're just hunkering down with our families, trying to stay safe and go about our business. Of course, uh, Peter, I've been keeping a close eye on the news for information about what I need to be doing day to day to help bend that curve, of course. And I admit, I'm also looking to the news for some sense that there might be a light at the end of this tunnel. I, I think we're all ready for things to get back to at least some semblance of normalcy. But I'm pleased that we're talking about the CARES Act today. I can't think of a topic that's more relevant right now. 
Um, is it true, Peter, that the bill has a total price tag in the two trillion dollar range? Yeah, Tony, two trillion dollars is is what the CARES Act uh, is going to cost the American public. Um, there is no shortage of information out there about the CARES Act right now, uh, but one that I thought was particularly well done that talks about the act is from Investopedia.com, called the Coronavirus Aid R- Relief and Recovery Act. Here's what the $2 trillion coronavirus stimulus bill is. The bill was signed into law on March 27, 2020, and at $2 trillion, it's the largest recovery act in American history. It's designed to provide relief to a whole bunch of people, including small businesses, various industries, individuals and their families, gig workers, independent contractors, and most importantly, hospitals. Wow. Well, $2 trillion, that's actually real money to you and I. Uh, That's... Yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely. A, that's a number I can't even fathom. Um, that, but uh, that's a, a two trillion dollar act that should give us plenty of critical information to discuss. Uh, what's the first thing that jumps out at you about this CARES Act? So one of the biggest things has to do with helping small businesses. So one of the biggest elements in the new law is $349 billion to help support small businesses in maintaining payroll and some of the overhead that they may have during this economic emergency. The clear goal is to keep as many workers employed at these small businesses as possible. Uh, A business, nonprofit, veterans organization or tribal business may receive a small business interruption loan, which is about two and a half times its average monthly payroll up to a maximum of $10 million. And there's a couple conditions uh, that go with that. So they could have more than 500 employees, but still qualify under the small business administration standard. They have fewer than 500 employees per physical location, or they are food service or accommodation business. It's important to note for many business, most or all of the $10 million loan is forgivable. Oh, wow. Well, and that makes it even more impressive. So what does the CARES Act say about how that money can be used? I'm sure it specifies. Yeah, that's a great question, Tony. The loans can be used for payroll, for benefits, for interest payments, rent, and utilities. The fees are waived and collateral and personal guarantees are not required. Payments are deferred for a minimum of six months up to a year and there aren't any prepayment penalties. The bill also includes about $10 billion in emergency grants for small businesses, private nonprofits, sole proprietors, agricultural co-op, and employee-owned firms. These grants can also be converted into advances on the forgivable loans we've already discussed. Wow. Well, it certainly seems like this bill might be something of a lifeline for a lot of people and especially small businesses out there. I know we've had, it was something called Economic Injury Disaster Loans, I believe, or EIDL. I've heard of that. Uh, That program, that's been around for some time. Uh, Does the CARES Act change anything about that? Yeah, yeah, Tony, the CARES Act actually enhances that EIDL program with $10,000 in emergency relief payments for small businesses that have been affected by the coronavirus. These loans do not have to be repaid, which essentially makes them grants. Small businesses can also apply for these loans uh, up to $200,000 without any personal guarantees. Wow. Okay. So clearly, uh, as countless news reports out there are telling us, unemployment has skyrocketed. Uh, during this whole thing. And what does the CARES Act do for people then who might be out of work right now? I mean, we're talking about millions of people. Yeah, Tony, last time the the government, last government officials, there were 17 million new unemployed people. So certainly the CARES Act 
Yeah. So the CARES Act, it, you know, when it was passed, numbers weren't that big, but still there was a there was a feeling that we needed to take care of those who are unemployed because of the virus. So the CARES Act luckily does provide some degree of relief for many of them. The bill extends both eligibility and payment amounts to the unemployed. Importantly, it also significantly increases who's eligible for unemployment benefits. Essentially, every American worker other than remote online workers and those on paid leave are now eligible for unemployment benefits benefits. Interesting. Well, and expanding benefits to people like gig workers and contractors uh, is certainly a big change, and I think that's very warranted. Uh, What else can you tell us about how this new bill offers help to the unemployed? Yeah, so in addition to what I I talked about just before, it now provides benefits for those who weren't previously eligible. The bill also covers now contractors and self-employed individuals whose benefits have already run out, part-time workers, and workers with previously insufficient work histories. Listeners should note, though, the bill exempts those who continue working remotely or who who are already using paid sick leave or any other leave benefits. Okay. Now, there's also, I think, an increase in benefit amounts and the length of time that benefits can be collected. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, Tony. The window for collecting uh, benefit payments has increased from the traditional 26 weeks now to 39 weeks. The bill also funds the new Federal Pandemic Unemployment Compensation Program that provides people $600 per week on top of their regular unemployment insurance. That program also gives workers who have exhausted their benefits an additional 13 weeks of payments. Well, I think this would be a good time to let our listeners know about that special offer you have, Peter. I know that you're offering a complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation consultation, and boy, now is the time when you need to look at your finances and make sure you don't make emotional or rash decisions and that you have a plan in place. Uh, Let our listeners know about that and how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, sure, Tony. So we... Uh, I agree with you. One of the things, uh, Brandon, the gentleman I work with and I always joke around, is you can't get a second opinion from the f- person you got your first opinion from. And so we offer a, a, a no-obligation consultation to take a look at what's going on in your financial situation um, and then give you some ideas about um, what you might be able to do better. Now, keep in mind, we're fiduciaries, and what that means is when you sit down with us and then we give you some advice, we have to give that advice to you uh, and what's your best interest. So, you know, we could sit down possibly, Tony, um, and what you're doing is the right thing, and I'm going to tell you that. But if there's places where things could be improved, um, I'm also going to tell you and share those thoughts with you. So if you're interested in sitting down and having a consultation, uh, you can reach us at 866-360-2724 or visit our website, theivag.com, and click on the button to schedule an appointment. All right. Well, thanks so much for that, Peter. And listeners, this is the Ivy Retirement Podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with Peter Laufenberg. We're talking about uh, the recently signed CARES Act. And Peter, you've been breaking that down for us, uh, talking about how it's going to affect not only America's businesses, uh, but workers out there and the unemployed. And like most large federal bills out there, the CARES (laughs) Act is a bit of a maze Uh, Plenty of new rules, regulations, standards. Uh, But so far, I think you've done a good job of breaking it down. And I've done a bit of my own reading on this. Of course, we can't stop hearing about it on the news. And I've seen some references to changes in taxes, the tax credit people are expecting. Tell us more about that. 
Well, you're certainly right, Tony, in the fact that this bill is huge. Uh, you could joke and call it a doorstopper if you wanted to. But <laughs> yeah, as a financial service professional, few things make me prouder than using my experience to break down the complex financial issues for people that I serve. So I'm glad that we're talking about this very complex bill today. Thanks to the CARE Act, CARES Act, many Americans will receive a check from the federal government, specifically a one-time direct payment of $1,200 will be sent to adults making up to $75,000 per year. Married couples making up to $150,000 a year will receive $2,400. Families will receive an additional payment about of $500 per child. Listeners should take note that the checks gradually phase out for higher income folks, dropping to zero uh, at the $999,000 mark for individuals and $198,000 for joint filers. Wow. Okay. Uh, Thanks for clarifying those numbers for us. And one of the things that I've really been curious about that I, I think will also have heightened relevance for our listeners out there is what the bill means for borrowing from a retirement plan. There are some uh, caveats and rules in the uh, new bill uh, to help out with that. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, Tony, that's a really good point uh, and something that probably hasn't gotten a lot of airtime in a number of the news outlets. So let's break that down a little bit. The CARES Act allows people to take special disbursements and loans from their tax-advantaged retirement funds up to $100,000 without any tax penalty. It also waives the required minimum distribution rules for 401k plans and IRAs, as well as the 10% penalty on early withdrawals up to $100,000. Account holders would be able to pay back the distributions over the next three years and would also be allowed to make extra payments for the purpose of repayment. The measures can be utilized by anyone directly affected by the coronavirus or anyone who is facing economic hardship because of the virus. Wow. Okay. And what you're talking about there, one of the rules, the 59 and a half rule, uh, in other words, we're not supposed to take any money out of our 401k or IRA until after we turn 59 and a half or there's a 10% penalty. Correct. But from what I hear you saying, uh, that penalty is going to be waived during this time period. That is correct, yes. The 59 and a half penalty is, is waived. Wow. And, and I think this is a good time to remind our audience that before they take any actions with their retirement funds or strategies, especially pulling money out, they really need to reach out to an experienced financial professional, uh, a fiduciary like yourselves who are looking out for folks' best interests and look at their situation and where they're at before making that move. Now, are there any other uh, tax implications, maybe for businesses, that the CARES Act deals with? Yeah, certainly there are, Tony. So for businesses, the bill creates uh, a new employee retention credit against employment taxes to urge businesses to retain and pay their workers during any quarter when their operations are partially or fully suspended because of the virus. Listeners should be aware that credits don't extend to businesses that receive small business interruption loans. The bill also spells out that 2020 payroll taxes will be deferred, 50% of payroll taxes will be due in 2021, and another 50% will be due in 2022. Additionally, 2020 uh, business operating losses can be carried back for about five years. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, that's interesting. Uh, You know, you can really get in the weeds with some of this stuff, but that's why we've got you here, Peter, uh, to sort all this out for us. Um, And and I think that uh, it's uh, really important for our listeners uh, to understand 
when you think about the size and the scope of this whole thing, the CARES Act, combined with the fact that Congress historically hasn't gotten much of anything done quickly. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. I mean, really, though, the speed uh, that this bill was passed, you know, sent to the president and signed into law, that's remarkable, don't you think? Oh, I certainly do, considering it takes, you know, the joke is it takes an act of Congress to get anything done. But in this case, they were able to get something done in a fairly quick period of time. So it is it is pretty it is pretty impressive, Tony. Yeah. So what do you have for us next? As you'd expect, Tony, the bill has a lot more to say about health care. To begin with, the bill increases payments to health care providers by $100 billion through a combination of programs, including Medicare reimbursements, grants, and other direct payments from the federal government. It also calls for $27 billion in spending on tests, vaccine development, and medical treatment devices, as well as $16 billion in purchases for the much-discussed strategic national stockpile. Wow, okay. So uh, it really does cover a lot of different things. Um, and, I, you know, a lot I didn't know about. One of the things that has come up uh, when the CARES Act is discussed is a desire from the med- medical professionals, I think, and the lawmakers to emphasize uh, adapting or changing, at least temporarily, some of the rules and regulations. So what can you tell us about that? Yeah, sure, Tony. I can share some of those details. So the bill does, in fact, relax laws, Medicare payment regulations, and drug approval rules to allow for a more flexible response to the coronavirus and its fallout. And as with other major pieces of legislation, it creates some new rules as well. It also requires health insurers to cover coronavirus testing, as well as treatments and vaccines that are currently being developed. Furthermore, it protects healthcare workers from liability if they volunteer to fight this pandemic across state lines. It also increases funding for healthcare training, education, and modernization. Wow. And this has really been an eye-opening look at the CARES Act and what it means for our listeners. Uh, Let's take this moment uh, once again to let our listeners know, remind them that they can call you and set up a complimentary no-cost, no-obligation consultation. And even during these times, I know they can do it virtually or over the phone, right? Yeah, Tony, certainly people can get in contact with us to do a no-obligation consultation. Give us a call at 866-360-2724 or go to our website, theivag.com, and and schedule an appointment that way. We can sit down and take a look at what's going on in your financial world um, and see if things need to be uh, edited or need to be improved on considering what's going on in the world today. All right. Yeah, and this has been a good conversation. You're listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laufenberg, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And we're talking about the recently signed CARES Act, and this is a bill that obviously is going to impact tens of millions of Americans, either directly or indirectly. And you've already talked about, Peter, the how the bill spells out relief for large businesses, small businesses, individual workers, as well as some general rule changes. Uh, to borrowing from our retirement plans. Uh, What do you have for us next? Sure, Tony. So I think the next area to consider is how the bill seeks to improve the current economic stability. 
people not going to work, businesses being closed for over a month has certainly had a huge impact on our, our na- both state economy and national economy. So in this bill, all told, it allocates $500 billion in targeted loans and guarantees to a plethora of industries. For example, it extends $25 billion to passenger airlines, $4 billion to air cargo carriers, and a, another $17 billion for businesses designated as critical to national security. Another almost half billion is allocated for programs and lending facilities that are operated by the Federal Reserve to support businesses as well as states and municipalities. Wow. Okay. So while the bill was being debated, I know there was a lot of conversation about how that federal money should uh, come with clear conditions to better ensure that it's used as intended, which is always the problem with any time there's a lot of money being thrown around like this. Uh, What insights do you have on that? Yeah, so certainly there are some strings attached to it. For example, stock buybacks, dividend payments, and labor force cuts of more than 10% are strictly banned. Furthermore, loans issued by the Treasury are to include equity or senior debt from borrowers. And unlike small business interruption loans, economic stabilization loans are not forgivable. Okay. What about regulations on specific industries like airlines? Yeah, so in regards to the airlines, any airline receiving a loan must maintain service to its, to its existing destination and its routes. Additionally, air travel excise and fuel taxes will be suspended for the rest of 2020. $32 billion is also earmarked for payroll assistance for airlines and their contractors. Expanding out from the airlines, loans to mid-sized businesses categorized as those with 500 to 1,000 employees come with conditions that job must not be outsourced or offshored and that union contracts must be honored. Since the virus put our economy into chaos, we've heard a lot about uh, concerns from local and state governments about whether or not they'll have the means to meet the various needs of their residents. Uh, Does the CARES Act do anything to address that concern? Yeah, it really does, Tony. So the bill directs as much as $150 billion in assistance through the Coronavirus Relief Fund. Of that, $3 billion is reserved for federal territories and $8 billion is dedicated to tribal governments. The payments are to be divided proportionately based on the population. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And, you know, this has been a really vital topic to talk about. And as I mentioned earlier, this whole CARES Act and all the numerous rule changes and requirements it's definitely worth talking to a financial professional about someone like yourself, Peter. You and Brandon can uh, talk with people. I would say sit down and talk with people, but maybe virtually or over the phone in this case, right? Yeah, Tony, you're absolutely right. Before you make any financial decisions based on what's being reported in the CARES Act, it's really critical to get a second opinion. This is not the time to go it alone or act hastily or act based on emotions. This is the time to rely on established financial strategy that a financial advisor and retirement plan specialist can give to you. And you're right, we certainly would would love to sit down and do these meetings in person, um, but considering what's going on in the world today, we can do those both either virtually or remotely on the computer or via phone call. Oh, wow. Okay. And we've been talking a little bit about that, and I think that's really important. Uh, This has been a great episode, but we're almost out of time, Peter. Uh, Do you have anything else before we go? If you have any questions about your strategy for income retirement or you have any questions about the CARES Act, um, please don't hesitate to one visit our website, which is the IVAG.com, or give me a call at 866-360-2724 to discuss how we may be able to answer your questions and to address any concerns that you may have. 
All right. That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Loffenberg. Great, Tony. Thank you. Take care, everyone. And we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Loffenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Loffenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.